Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Job 15. Eliphaz says Job presumes much. Then Eliphaz the Temanite responded, Should a wise man answer with windy knowledge and fill himself with the east wind? Should he argue with useless talk or with words which are not profitable? Indeed, you do away with reverence and hinder meditation before God. For your guilt teaches your mouth, and you choose the language of the crafty. Your own mouth condemns you, and not I, and your own lips testify against you. Were you the first man to be born, or were you brought forth before the hills? Do you hear the secret counsel of God and limit wisdom to yourself? What do you know that we do not know? What do you understand that we do not? Both the gray-haired and the aged are among us, older than your father. Are the consolations of God too small for you? Even the word spoken gently with you. Why does your heart carry you away? And why do your eyes flash that you should turn your spirit against God and allow such words to go out of your mouth? What is man that he should be pure? Or he who is born of a woman that he should be righteous? Behold, he puts no trust in his holy ones, and the heavens are not pure in his sight. How much less one who is detestable and corrupt, man who drinks iniquity like water, what Eliphaz has seen of life. I will tell you, listen to me, and what I have seen I will also declare. What wise men have told and have not concealed from their fathers, to whom alone the land was given, and no alien passed among them. The wicked man rides in pain all his days, and numbered are the years stored up for the ruthless. Sounds of terror are in his ears, while at peace the destroyer comes upon him. He does not believe that he will return from darkness, and he is destined for the sword. He wanders about for food, saying, Where is it? 
He knows that a day of darkness is at hand. Distress and anguish terrify him. They overpower him like a king ready for the attack because he has stretched out his hand against God and conducts himself arrogantly against the Almighty. He rushes headlong at him with his massive shield, for he has covered his face with his fat. He made his thighs heavy with flesh. He has lived in desolate cities and houses no one would inhabit, which are destined to become ruins. He will not become rich, nor will his wealth endure, and his grain will not bend down to the ground. He will not escape from darkness. The flame will wither his shoots, and by the breath of his mouth he will go away. Let him not trust in emptiness, deceiving himself, for emptiness will be his reward. It will be accomplished before his time, and his palm branch will not be green. He will drop off his unripe grape like the vine and will cast off his flower like the olive tree. For the company of the godless is barren and fire consumes the tents of the corrupt. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity and their mind prepares deception. So Eliphaz does a few things here with Job. First of all, he lets him know that Okay, you're giving us two things, Job. Two things. Either you're sitting here and you're condemning yourself and your guilt is just bringing you so much shame or you're also speaking from a point of your guilt trying to corrupt your words to make yourself seem less guilty. So you're just, you're playing both sides of this, Job. You need to cut it out. And then he says, basically, look at this wisdom that I've gained. This is not mine. I have this, but it's because this is wisdom that's been handed down over and over again. And it's pretty simple. And he talks about what the way that wicked people or the, a wicked men, how they live. It's constantly just wandering around, just assuming the worst. No, there's no point to life. They're just, they're just, um, just one problem after another coming their direction and they don't believe there's any hope for themselves they really think that this is it in their mind it's not necessarily that the wicked person believes that they're right it believe the a lot of times the wicked person believes that there's no point to even find right or wrong they're going to die anyways what's the point and so they conduct conduct themselves arrogantly like the, the entitlement that we see, uh, that we even talked about with judges and with Gideon. So entitlement becomes a big a big thing to them. It's like the, the world just owes them something. They're going to um, put all of their trust into nothing. Nothing. Nothing that will actually bear fruit. Nothing that will bring anything forth. So they're living a life, a, a hopeless life of just just monotony just over and over again and so they draw themselves to the point that since they have nothing else left their only point in living this life is to be mischievous and to condemn those who are trying to live righteously to go after others so they're no longer focused on themselves at all because there's no hope to their life and rather than sit here and try to right their ship they're trying to take down everyone else's ship. And that's not a way to live. So he's saying, Job, don't be wicked. Don't do this. Don't cling to the darkness. Don't cling to the emptiness. 
Don't cling to the cold and that that has no heat. Draw into the light. Cling to the one who has purpose. In our lives, how many times do we find ourselves feeling that shame and then we just go on a pity party and in our pity party, we end up hurting so many people because we don't care. You know, I've I've used the analogy of throwing a rock into a body of water and how that rock is the hurt that we're causing someone else. And when that rock hits the the surface of the water, it breaks that plane and it drops down into that water to remain there. But there's ripples that come on the surface that cause more and more and more. In fact, the further out you go, a lot of times the ripples get bigger. They get bigger and they just continue to grow until they reach the shore and then come back sometimes, depending on how big the rock was. It could be consequences that lay over consequences. But the initial thing that we do is we hurt someone and that rock hits the surface. And then that rock drops into their, what we refer to as their emotional cup. We cause them pain. And now they're hanging on to that pain. But every time that there's a consequence or a ripple because of that rock, there's more pain. There's other circumstances that follow the initial event. So when we realize and finally crawl out of this just pity party, we notice that we've done a lot of damage. And so most people will say, I'm sorry I threw the rock. They'll go back to just that initial thing and say, man, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to. I was going through a bunch of stuff and and I, I had this, the, these things going on in my life that were causing me, you know, to, to feel like there's no hope and I just wanted to give up and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we still just focus on that rock. But the truth is what we should do is we should focus on the rock, get forgiveness, repent of that, but then also ask for forgiveness for every single one of the consequences and the ripple effect of what followed that initial because you know how you do not have any idea of the depth you do not understand what it means for them to carry that that rock now in their emotional cup you've done more in fact usually it's more damaging to them they're sitting there going what why me what's going on and it causes all these problems you were in such despair you didn't even notice you didn't care who you hurt you were just just wildly flinging pain around. Well, don't do that. That's what wicked people do. Be aware. Be aware of what you're flailing around. Because no one, initially, no one intends to hurt other people. Unless it's just out of sheer wickedness. So, Father, thank you that, um, thank you for your word. And thank you that there's wisdom here. And the fact that even though we feel shame and even though we feel down and even though we feel uh, in pain and sometimes we feel lost and and just like there's there's no hope. Well, remind us that you are our hope. There is hope in you. There's hope in your kingdom. And let us cling tightly to you 
Father, you promised to to um, draw near to the brokenhearted. And as we're broken, Father, I just pray that you, you come so close and that your presence is known. That those who are hurting can know that you are right there with them, not to feel alone. That they don't feel um, like they're facing something on their own, but they know that they've got a Father who cares for them. And that everything bad or good happens for your good. Thank you for all this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family Uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.